For years and years and years, the dog has been man's best friend. But now chickens are edging their way into that spot because chickens are pretty awesome. So awesome, in fact, that they have their own Chicken of the Month Club. And let's see if dogs can do that. This is where you can give two chickens to a family in need by only giving $28 a month. If somebody were to give me two chickens and go, here you go, here are two chickens, do something with them, I would have no idea. I would probably name them. Uh, I would dress them up in sweaters. None of that. Yeah, but none of that does any good. But in developing countries, people know what to do with chickens. Chickens provide a ton of eggs, which can provide income for a family that is struggling to break the cycle of poverty. They also provide nutrition for families. Don't tell the chickens that part. But they also can sell the chicks in the marketplace. It's a great source of income. We all talk about side hustles. This is a way you can invest in a family to help them break the cycle of poverty for just $28 a month. And it's by giving a chicken. So text the word chicken to 91979. That's chicken to 91979. And all of this is made possible through our friends at Food for the Hungry. They do so much great work for the underserved and underprivileged. And you can be a part of that today. We'd love to have you get involved. Again, text chicken to 91979. Welcome to the Wallace Show Aftercast, all the stuff we did not get to during the course of the show today. Betty Rock is back, fresh on the heels of uh, rehab. Thank you. <laughs> what? Wait, what? Sorry, you didn't let me finish. Rehabilitating her life with some vacation time. Yes. yes. And it was wonderful. Yes. Um, it got a little bit speed bumpy towards the end. That's because um, we had a flight out of California to Texas and then another flight from Texas to Tennessee. And it ended up that uh, we got delayed by two hours, so we couldn't catch our connecting flight. See, that's getting harder and harder flying. Yeah. I'm starting to want to do less and less of it now, just because I I fortunately haven't had it happen to me, because I think the Lord knows I would lose my religion and would not be a great representation of Him uh, <laughs> in public. But it's like, I've seen everyone I know that I'm close with, they have a bad travel story recently. Now, you were traveling with your uh, roommate, Nicole, mm-hmm. who traveled travels for a living. Mm -hmm. So was she good at navigating the problem? She was. She was great. I mean, she definitely had her moments where she was fed up, but I mean... Was she pushy? To me or to... No, no, to the the people. She's she's pushy, but in a good way. Okay, so there wasn't a moment where you're like... She's nice about it. Okay. No, no, no. She's nice about it. Okay, But there definitely were some people that we crossed at the airport that were done. Oh, yeah. They were done for the day. Speaking of done for the day, um, I posted on my stories some of the hilarious conversations that I heard at Disneyland. Oh, my goodness. Um, There was at one point, I'm not a uh, roller coaster riding person. I just don't like the feeling of being dropped. And so um, my roommate is. So her and her dad went on one. And the family that we just kind of parted ways, everybody did their own thing for a little bit. And so I found myself with some time on my hands all by myself. So I thought, I'm going to go to Starbucks, get myself a sweet tea, and sit on Main Street and just watch the people because I love. I could do that for hours. Yes, so much I, fun. I just love that part. So that's what I do. Um, I go and sit down, and I hear so many conversations. Mainly, it is just parents that are done for the day, <laughs> and kids that are too, like yeah. crying in their sh- on their in their scr- their uh, strollers, red face, tears, dirt, all that kind of the stuff. The amount of children that are yelled at at a Disney. Oh, for sure. <laughs> it's the crazy. funniest was because there is an exhibit there. I don't know what you want to call it, but um, it's Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, Hall of Presidents. Yes. Okay, and so there's this dad there with uh, and his wife and their two kids a boy and a girl and he says okay it's uh, Sarah wants to do the 
memories of Abraham Lincoln of thing. And um, the little boy goes, Dad, that sounds boring. And his dad looks at him and he's like, it is, but it's her birthday. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dad move. It was so funny. And then there was this little girl. There was this little girl that she was just begging to go on this particular ride. I don't remember which one. But the dad was as serious as he could be. And he was so kind. But he just said, honey, you can't go on that ride. It makes you sick. And daddy can't deal with that anymore. <laughs> she must have had a bad night. <laughs> that is the worst. Oh, oh, speaking of that, we were when we were on our cruise we were at uh one of the the theater shows okay so there's this theater show going on and all of a sudden people down the row from me all get up at, at one time and all start walking out of the show mm-hmm. and i'm thinking okay is are, are did, was something offensive like for this many people to get up and walk out or are they just done it's just bad because yeah. i'm like the show's not that bad and then as they got closer to me that's when it became apparent what had happened i smelled vomit <gasps> oh. so some no. kid yeah oh, some kid tough. threw up in that row and in the row in front of him Ew. Which I think somebody else threw up. And so literally about 20 people, maybe more, all around us, all left. I was far enough down from it that I stayed, but I had to put my sweater over my face to breathe through it. No, I would have left. No, I stayed there. I stayed there. That's disgusting. Oh, I know. I know. They stopped the show at one point in time, too, and they're like, "Uh, we're experiencing a technical difficulty. (laughs) Yeah. And so they stopped the show, and then people were all, it was like a a packed show, so people were all in the back. But I literally sat there with my sweater over my nose, breathing through it to get to the end. Why didn't you just leave? If they stopped the movie, well, well th- then they started again. But I wanted to. Oh. It, was, I, it was a stage show. I need to see how it ended. Who was it? Who was with you? Uh, it was me, Marty, Molly, and Greg. Did they all stay? Oh yeah, we all stayed. But we, uh-uh. we were Marty no. and I were on the very closest to it, and we were like, and and Greg, Greg had nothing over his that face. That is disgusting. But it was bad. Yeah, it was bad. Oh, yeah. what, but I what, get it. What made them sick like that? I don't know. That I mean, could have eaten, seasick, what, what gets oh. gotten sick. But yeah, uh-uh. and then because then. I mean, you see the kid. He's as he walked by me because he was in my row. As he walks by me, he's white as a ghost, and it was just palpable. Like, oh. I'm like, don't throw up, don't throw up, don't throw up. Oh. That was so bad. Have you ever seen that movie Stand by Me? Yes, yeah. You know I, I don't remember it though. Well, there was one part where this guy he's e- entering an eating contest, oh. <laughs> and he makes himself sick beforehand just to make everyone yeah. else there oh, sick. Man. Yeah, I, it's like this ripple effect. I went when I was a kid. I was in chorus, and we went to an old folks home because that's what you do when you're in chorus oh that was a mistake so we go (laughs) and um it's hot like their ac isn't working or something it is hot and uh one kid uh throws up and it starts a chain reaction about four Uh -uh, kids uh -uh, i swear uh -uh, he threw uh -uh. up i got it on the back of my leg And uh, like no. I'm trying to not throw up as a result no. of that. The kid next to me throws up. Like it I was can't. so bad. Uh, it I was, cannot. It is. I know you hate that. Like that's one of your worst uh, things. Yeah. So I remember because I worked at a daycare before I started working at AFM, um, and I had a kid that woke up in the middle of nap time and just started 
yeah like dry heaving and i was like oh my gosh so i run to her get her to a toilet so that if she does she can go there and so her mom just happened to be also working at the same daycare so i call her in and i'm like your daughter's dry heaving i think she's about to throw up and so come to find out the little girl in my class she actually got her dry dry heaving habit from her mom they were both dry heaving at the same time because her mom heard her dry heaving so now she's dry heaving so now they're both laughing at each other in the bathroom i can hear them both going I'm telling That's you, man. That's going to be Like, me. no. I, I've probably shared this story before about, like, Haley throwing up on me as a child. Oh, yes. You were in the shower? No. Uh, no. I was you playing were holding with her, her up. holding her above oh, my head. Oh, Lion King style? She threw up on me. No. It went in no. my mouth. No. <laughs> Honest, truthful. I threw up as a result on her. And so we are both covered in each other's throw up. And it's and I'm looking at my wife going, I don't even know what to do here. And it, she's only, like, two. We've had her for, like... That Maybe not even two. She was probably one. Oh, it was like no. our first year in California. No, I don't even know what to do with this at this point. And my wife is just going, just go, just go, because she's getting sick. And so I go, I'm running to the restroom. So I ran into the downstairs restroom, and Haley and I just stood there in our clothes, like just watching off and trying not to throw up more. It that is so disgusting. Bad. That's the joys of having children. Oh, I know. Oh. I, I had plenty of experience. Mine wasn't yeah. so much throw up as it oh. was the other end at the oh, daycare. Oh, yeah, that's not good. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. dealt with that. And when you're making like seven fifty an hour, you're like, this isn't worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that's not good at all. So. What else do we got? Anyway. Uh, yeah, not, moving on. How do, we, how do we move on from this? <laughs> my stomach hurts. Uh, you know what? Let's just jump into uh, some Will Smith stuff here. <laughs> Why not? Okay. Uh, Will, they announced uh, Will Smith's punishment. The Academy did. I was a little surprised by this. I think he got a, a bigger sanction than I thought he was going to get. I a thought, bigger punishment? Yeah, I thought he was going to side Trying to dumb it this. down for people like me. I, I yeah. just think we're going to get a year away from this. Even like half a year away from this and be like, yeah, okay. Like it happened. I, I mean, honestly, we're like a few weeks away from it. And we're already, done. it's like, okay, that was a moment. Uh, <laughs> but they declared uh, that he would have a 10 year uh, suspension from the academy. Like all their programs, their events, not allowed to be there. And like, so even if he's nominated for something, oh, that he can't be there and he can't even be there. There virtually, so oh. he can't send in like a thing that says, "Hey, I'm Will Smith. And sorry, I can't be there." Remember when I punched Chris Rock? <laughs> uh, but hey, thanks for this Oscar. Punch wasn't it slapped? Yeah, remember when I slapped him in the face? <laughs> like, yeah, and uh, no one was killed. Remember that? Well, I'm still on hiatus uh, for ten years, so 2032. He should start his own award show. That would be oh, that'd be so the good. The Smiths. You yeah. can win a you can win win a Smithy. And, and instead of the Oscar, like with that gold statue, it's just a hand, an open hand. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. I still don't know how I feel about this. Like, cause I know on the surface how wrong it is to say all like to to you can't solve things with violence. But then at the same time, I'm like, it's two guys that got into a scuffle. Well, one guy that got into a scuffle, the other guy just got hit. Uh and I get the seriousness of it, but then I also go. Like, we made such a big, like, I think we made a bigger deal of it. And maybe I'm just failing to see the severity of it. Um, but it's funny because, too, the Academy apologized uh, for the incident. And they said they were unprepared and it was unprecedented. I give them that. Like, everyone that's like, well, you didn't handle it right. Well, we've never had someone of that stature slap somebody. Yeah, Even if what? you're a security guard and you see Will Smith get yeah. up there, in my mind, my brain would be telling me, oh, 
we're about joke. to see something funny. Right. This is going to yes. be a joke. Obviously, it's just if it's just a stranger, yeah. if you've got like a fan, yeah, yeah. you probably tackle that guy. Absolutely. So the the funny thing is, though, here's the crazy thing. Uh, the Academy said, a step toward a larger goal of protecting the safety of our performers and guests uh, and restoring trust in the Academy. So now you're going to watch the pendulum swing, okay? Because now... They're gonna have guards. They'll have people on high eight or on on uh, 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 alert. Uh, heightened alert to watch for this, and they'll, they'll over security uh, and over scrutinize the situation where it was a one off, one time weird blip that's not gonna happen again with another. Ar- but you, you can't guarantee else. that, and also people don't want to be sued. I'm telling you what, we live in a country that right. is super. It's litigious for sure. It's it's suey. Okay, thank you. <laughs> That's what litigious means. Sue <laughs> Yes. Um, I read something too that Chris Rock was, you know, everybody's going to his comedy stand up shows and they're expecting him to talk about it and he still hasn't. Yeah. But he recently stated that he's not going to talk about it until he gets paid. Oh, does he want to get paid for? <laughs> well, shoot, you can go on like twenty twenty or yeah. you know sixty minutes or something and oh, talk about oh, in it that, in that sense. Okay. And right. people, or on in People Magazine, like people will pay big money. Oh, to for hear, sure, to yeah. be the first to hear his side of the story. Yeah, and it's funny thing is, is we know his side. Like that's like it won't be revolutionary. I got this the snot slapped out of me by yeah. Will Smith and didn't press charges. The end. Hopefully, like, there's some stuff. I mean, if if anything, hopefully <gasps> there's something that's happened between the two of them that we just don't know about. Yeah. But yeah, like a, yeah. An, like an actual reconciliation would be good. Like I mean, again, they work in the same space, and it would be, it would be like if Gavin made me upset and I walked over and slapped Gavin. I would expect <laughs> him. I know. See, you get it. <laughs> I would expect him as a man to be like. Oh, well, that stunk. Okay, let's work it out and and move forward. So I I don't think I'd say that particularly right after you would slap me. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Let's try it and see. Don't know if I'd be that calm, per se. I wouldn't fight back. (laughs) Oh, good. Good to know. (laughs) Maybe I should, though. I should tackle you. But, like, I mean, I think, think, again, as wrong as it is for violence, I think there's a level at which, like, going and tattling, and Chris Rock didn't do this, like, going and tattling on somebody or suing somebody, you know, for something like that. Mm -hmm. Like, that's not this massive, egregious thing. But, like, I, because, I mean, I've had disagreements with people before i've had pushing matches with people at work before you know and like where it got heated and to the point where it almost came to blows but but both of us after that would have been like all right we're done we got it worked out now do you think that let's say that happened in this room and somebody else saw it do you think that because i i'm with you somebody else would whine about it would it blow up in this company i think it would because if it did i'm with you i wouldn't want to you know, right. If we had bigger, if we than, had a moment. Yeah, if we had a moment, if we had bigger problems and issues sure. as a young guy, I'd yeah. probably start thinking about my next career move. Right. Maybe. Absolutely. But like, if it was like a crazy momentary yeah. thing that happened, yeah, yeah, I definitely would. I would probably be the first one to go and apologize even after getting slapped. Boy, I like this guy. Dang this is why it. I like oh, this kid. I'm not showing. I strong like this kid. No, here. I like you. Let me um, change. <laughs> Please don't kind slap of, me. Uh, no. Uh, let me direct the conversation yes. to something that's kind of like that. So I'm reading a book, and it's about Enneagrams. I don't know how you feel about Enneagrams, but, you know, your opinion is your opinion. Anyway, so I'm reading this book, and I just got through the tra- the chapter on eights. Which I am. Yes, which Wally is. I was playing with the idea of him maybe being a two, 
just a very unhealthy two. But I think that he's an eight. And when we see him being helpful, because he does look for ways to help people. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I think that's when we see the healthy side of him. Now, the bad thing is, is typically we see that side of him outside of the office. Yes. Not so much inside the office. But there were so many things that I read about the eight that I was like, I've actually heard Wally say those things before. Um, and it's not like I've read all the things that no. people say. Like, you reading? So, Please. I know, right. So it's you know it's just natural that that's coming out of me, and right. that is a character trait of people who are in that eight category. Right. Yeah, so sure. one of the main things it said was, if you don't know what an eight is, the eight is considered the challenger. So that means they don't... they. I, uh, this sentence made so much sense to me. It said something like... Eights don't have to be in charge, but they do have to respect the one in charge. Absolutely. And I've heard you actually say that. Where Absolutely. you're like, I don't have to be in charge, but you have to know more than me. For example, like when like if Greg and I are going out somewhere and 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 like there's something he's better at me than like race cards. Like he has race cards, mm-hmm. we would go race cards. I followed him, I learned from him, I didn't try to to lead, you know, or when we're when we're riding, if we're in a place we don't know, I always let him go first because he's better at direct than me mm-hmm. and figuring out maps, I don't have to be in charge. Like, it's right. great. But if I know more than you or I think I do, I want to be in charge. Right. And there's also a pendulum swing that if if you start off knowing more than me, but as we go and all of a sudden I start to feel that I know more than you and I then I do, then I want to take over. Like, that's, that's how eights work. Right. And it said um, that eights are the number one, the, the number that has the most energy. And I would sure. say that's you for sure. Right. Um, also, you don't like to be put in a box or told that you can't or no. you can't do something. Right. But you have to be reminded that you're, you can't push your body to the extreme because like you're doing right now. Right. And I, like called I can't, you I can't earlier, hardly walk. And you can't walk because you've been playing pickleball and your calves hurt. Because... Dare, dare believe that you would give up one day to not play I know. pickleball. I played Heaven too, forbid. Many, too many days in a row. My body was getting used to it. I got injured and then kept playing and then played every time because I want to get better because I don't want to be the worst person there. I'm not the worst, but I'm certainly not the best and I want to be the best. And so like pushing to get to that point, I've injured myself. <laughs> and so now I can't hardly walk. And Betty was like, we're running. We're on the air. Get it. Get it. So and he I, comes running in the office, hobbling. and when I say running, I mean hobbling. Oh, so bad, man. <laughs> well, and also one more thing that it said, and I thought this was so funny because th- it sounded like it aimed perfectly at Wally. It was the author saying um, the top 12 things that a, that an eight needs to hear, and one of those was, you need to befriend your inner child. And then in parentheses, <laughs> it said, I know you hate that term. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that sounds absolutely, awful. I hate but that. But all that to say, eights love to have verbal disputes or conversations Um, even if it gets heated that's okay with them because you feel like you're building a relationship with someone and that's the point I think I think guys particularly can have a moment where things rise and you can settle it then and mm-hmm. there, and it's done. I think women operate differently. They get more catty, or if it does escalate, then it becomes a thing where they take each other out behind right. their backs. Whereas, and guys, there's a certain element that guys do that too. But I, I remember, I remember a boss here. He and I are really good friends, and I he made me mad, and I got in his face, and it was publicly, you know. And we've talked about this on the show. Um, afterwards, I did go to him and say I was sorry, and it was it was a moment that got heated. 
did, but mm-hmm. to me it was done, and it was never thought of yeah. or talked about again. You just react off the cuff. For sure. Where other numbers will think before they speak. Well, that's the thing. You're reading a book by Ian Cron, who is like, uh, like he's considered one of the foremost authorities on Enneagram. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah, he's like, the, he's the guy that people look at. Mm-hmm. And so we had had him come in and uh, do a thing when I was teaching at Lipscomb. He did a uh, session for us on Enneagram. And it's funny because he started with the eights and he goes, and, and, and I'm starting with the eights because uh, they don't care about any other number but themselves. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh my gosh. And I, it was so true. I had to force myself to, to pay attention to the rest of it. Oh my gosh. But, but then again, like uh, the eights get such a bad name because then like no one wanted to be an eight we did it we later on in the class in the course we did a thing where we separated everybody into their enneagram and did an exercise Mm -hmm. and no one was people were almost embarrassed to want to be like to be an eight and i'm like eights are great at doing a lot of things they do the hard work they do the ugly work sometimes to make something better and they're fiercely loyal they will they will defend and they fight for what's right they have a sense of right and wrong and so justice yeah. yeah, so properly channeled, eights are great. Just like a narcissist. Properly channeled, a narcissist can be super effective. <laughs> but when when it's out of check and out of balance, mm-hmm. then it gets bad. But yeah, no one wants to be an eight, but we're pretty great. Well, I would say an eight isn't so bad for a guy. But if a woman is considered an eight, yeah. then it's not considered as good. And that's not her fault. No. It, and it shouldn't be looked on that way. It shouldn't way, be, no. But it... It does. I'm curious because I'm trying to think if there's any eights that I know as women, and I there's I can't remember specifically, but there was one lady that we like worked with from an outside company, and she told me she was an eight, and I was really surprised. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Do you, okay, it doesn't surprise me. Oh, it doesn't. No, because she doesn't behave like me. I think she's healthy. Oh. Oh, well, that's the problem. <laughs> Wait a minute. There's I'm an pretty, option being healthy. I'm age? pretty sure she's healthy because oh. I've seen her speak up. Like if she thinks she knows more, she will right. state her claim and right. she won't be mean about it, but she'll just say, no, that's not right. This is how it's supposed to be kind of thing. And she doesn't seem to take anyone's lack of work ethic. Yeah, and, and and that's the crazy thing. Like, I like this woman a lot. That's the crazy part. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but, but 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 like, but eights can actually get along and coexist too. Oh, yeah. Um, that's the thing you would think. Oh, they're always jockeying, but they actually, when they understand each other and they mm-hmm. know, they can actually and they can exist. respect one another too because yeah. they're both going for truth. Pastor Chad's an eight. Yeah, like, he's an eight too. Yeah, and again, doesn't behave like me at all. It's really weird. I'm probably healthy again. Uh, we'll <laughs> go back pastor. to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I see, I see his because he and I have a lot of conversations like off the air and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's a super guy. I consider Chad a friend. And he and I have had conversations about life and the way we handle things or the way we process things. Mm-hmm. And. He's similar to me in a lot of ways. Yeah. Like, okay, for example, this was so bad. I'll I'll be honest. This, I don't know if it's so much of an eight as maybe it is as a getting older thing. Um, My wife and I walked into a new store in downtown Nashville the other day at 12 South. Nice store. Really well done. I think it kind of wants to be slightly hipster. So they had put out a thing on Instagram about, hey, do you want to come and like sing or songwriter play, bring a guitar and sing and play. Mm -hmm. And so it's 
Nashville, so it's country, you know. Right. So every waiter or waitress you come across wants yeah. to sing. So there's probably a 16, 17 year old girl that is singing her heart out uh, in the back there uh, as you walk in. And I uh, just, I, did, I don't even know what happened. I walked in and I heard about five bad notes in a row from this girl, like not singing well. Mm. And something happened where I, it, it, Normally, it's internal in me, and I'm having dialogue internally, and I literally out loud go, oh, that's horrible. And my wife goes, what are you doing? I'm like, that's really bad. Does no one hear it? You know? like, and I, then I realized how insensitive this is. Yeah. But in my head, I was just so shocked that this was happening oh and that were, people were being subjected to this. Yeah. Yeah, but maybe it was maybe it's because, you know, eights want to know truth because they feel like the more they know about a situation, right. the better control they have over it right. or the more knowledge they have on it so that they can overpower someone else, who knows. And um I was reading this one story in the chapter about eights and it was about this girl who got in a car accident and she uh had to tumble over some gravel and it really tore up her face. Mm. Um it wasn't going to scar her for life. She would heal, but her mom came into the hospital to visit her. And and the girl said, Mom, does my face look really bad? And the mom said, yeah, you look terrible. <laughs> and all the nurses are gasping like, oh, how yeah. dare you say something like that to this poor pitiful girl? Yeah. But the mom knew that her daughter was an eight. Right. And eights want to be told the truth, truth because you don't feel like that person is loyal or trustworthy if they don't tell you the honest to goodness truth. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I, yeah, I'd rather so know. So this girl not getting told the truth that she can't sing. No all. one's doing her any favors either. So the, you did it for her. Because the world is going to know that you are not cracked up for this, you know, <laughs> at least at this point. Now, maybe you can get better because that happens. But like right now in this state, you ain't Taylor Swift. You would be like a Simon Cowell yes. in the American Idol situation. I always wanted to, to do like a show like that, judging people, because I do it all the time. No. Yeah, I know. Yeah, judging. But I, I but then I, I did get to do something like that one time. They called me in to judge um, a, a singing competition. Like they were looking for um, the next Christian girl band. Do you remember that, Betty Rock? Yes, because the, my yes. roommate at the time was trying out did for it. Did she really? I, I thought pro- you knew this. I probably saw her. She didn't make the cut. Yeah, she was horrible. <gasps> no, I'm kidding. I know, I don't remember. But that's so funny because, yeah, and I do remember. There were four of them, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I do remember having to tell people what I thought, or tell them what, at least to me, was truth. And I did try to couch things. Like, I I was surprised at myself, even, because when you're standing with somebody, it's kind of like when you're standing, staring somebody in the face that you maybe disagree with on theology or lifestyle or whatever. When you're staring them in the face, then it's not this charged, angry situation. You're seeing them as a person. Hopefully, you can, you know, have some sort of like decency, you know? And so I remember, like, I remember doing this, and I remember I was direct, but I, I did try to be positive and find good and I right. could, I wasn't just a jerk. Didn't make it sharp but maybe rounded it a bit. Yeah, absolutely. Like I was honest because I don't think you do anybody any favors. Like if you're not particularly good at something, it's either going to push you into becoming better, which True. is good, or it's going or you're doing them a favor by you know, going, hey, maybe I should find a different thing. Mm-hmm. Because when, it, like that's how American Idol for so long 
They, the first few seasons of American Idol, the whole first half of the show was all bad auditions, William Hung, et cetera. And it's because no one in their lives had said, this is not your gifting, you know? And mm-hmm. so they spent lives chasing a dream and money and wasting time. But William Hung did make a living of seeing accidentally Ricky yeah. Martin song. Yeah, accidentally. And it was very short-lived. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, made a name for himself. Yeah, well, he did all right. He did all right. All right, you got some birthdays for me, Rock? I do. I have two of them. One is Marcus, who wants to wish Susan a happy birthday. Said my bride of nearly 20 years. Congratulations. Nice. I like hearing stories like that. People have married for a long time because mm-hmm. then they know the pain. No. <laughs> wow. Uh, that took a sharp turn. Uh, he said, Susan is an amazing woman. She is a mother of two teenage daughters and a kin- and she's a kindergarten teacher. Oh, wow. She also has an infectious laugh, especially when listening to The Wally Show. I can't even imagine going from the emotions of kindergarten to the emotions of teenage girls. Like, you're just in it all day long. Yeah, that's probably true. an expert. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then Mason wants to wish his mom, Francesca, a happy birthday. Oh. Birthday. Oh, yeah. Good job. Hey, Mason. She, he said she calls your show all yeah. the time. She has lupus. She's sick, um, but yet hasn't missed a single soccer game of mine. Oh, She's nice. the best mom to all four of us. She really is the most selfless person. She's got a lot going on right now. Like She she and I email and stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Like She's great. I love having her on the show. She has this awesome, thick accent, New York accent. It was so great. Also, I love that her son said uh, she needs a nap. Yeah. <laughs> More sons say. Saying that to their moms yeah. is probably yeah, going to be. Yeah, you need to take a nap. Very healthy. Uh, here's the question: If you could pick any Bible event to time travel to witness Ooh. in person, oh what would it be and why? Wow, that's I will right. go first to okay, give go. y'all a little bit of a time. Thank you. Thank you. I kind of have t- four. Go. I want to experience the talking donkey mm. because I would love to talk to animals. Yeah. I would love to hear what their voice sounds like. Is that like. just mule day on like a 10th <laughs> degree for you? That's drunk mule day. Good point, Gavin. <laughs> you hear that donkey? Oh my lord, I swear it just talked to me, Zeke. That donkey said said something. Okay. He said, nice mullet, okay. Josiah. Okay. <laughs> it's like, Anyways, I think that would be really cool. Yeah. That you would know? be cool. This, and and if you could have the same ideas and see, or the same uh, thing and see the angel too, would be kind of mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only part I wouldn't like is who is it that was riding him? Balaam. When he Balaam. was he's hitting the donkey. But he was hitting him. Right. That's yeah. so you could sad. tackle him. Yeah. Beat him. Uh, Gavin. Um, man, it's tough because you're like, whoa, it'd be cool to see like the Red Sea. Get parted. Yes, that or would just, be amazing. In my head, I was like, oh, what about the flood? But then I'm like, I've been on the ocean. Like, I've seen when it's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, water, 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 water. <laughs> and that kind of I've been on a cruise. It's real similar. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, I probably would just say the, the, the parting of the Red Sea just to see. Because I actually don't know how big that sea is. And but also, it's be massive. would you see creatures on see the, the walls? Yeah, like on and the sides. And then walk through. I think you have to walk through for it yeah. to, to have a little extra added fun. Yeah, I'm on I'm on the fence too because I think the from a serious standpoint seeing the crucifixion oh, yeah. knowing what we know now and the weight of that mm-hmm. I I I mean I can't even imagine how that would not be transformative. You know, I think even yeah. going back to Jerusalem and seeing these places I think would be Huge, you know, is mm-hmm. as, as a believer, but then I, I really want to see uh, Jonah get swallowed by a fish. Oh, I got ex- so many questions about how that happened. Do you want to see 
from Jonah's point of view, or do you just want to see you him get swallowed? Now that I know the way it worked out, I'd like to go with him and just see, see in the whale. Yeah, in the belly of a whale. Yeah, and then also to like the exit. Like, how did that go down? Really? <laughs> I'm curious. That part I would like him to experience, <laughs> not me. Not you? No. Uh-uh. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, gross. Yeah, so, all right. Well, there you go. Great questions. Uh, Mason, uh, thanks for uh, letting us know, too, about your mom, Francesca. Happy birthday. And that's going to do it for your aftercast. And as always, thanks for being a potty.